Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach, Christopher McCollum. Welcome to The Coaching Show, everyone. Again, Christopher McCollum is out for the month. Lovely San Diego. And we have a lot in store for you today. I am overly excited for all the guests that we have. Before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and let you know about the ICF. We're happy to be a media partner with the International Coach Federation. So our partnership, which is now in its third year, I believe, gives us the welcome opportunity to support the fine work of all the folks involved in the association. The International Coach Federation, which is also known as the ICF, is the leading global organization dedicated to advancing the coach profession by setting high standards, providing independent certification, and building a worldwide network of trained coaching professionals. As the world's largest organization of professionally trained coaches, ICF elicits into credibility for its members. The ICF is also committed to connecting professional coaches with the tools and resources they need to succeed in their careers. So if you're interested in learning more about the ICF and want to stay up to date on the latest news of what's happening through the ICF, you can visit them online at coachfederation.org or you can follow them on Twitter. I always mess this one up, right? It's at, at ICFHQ. So you can follow them at the Twitter handle at ICFHQ. We're also delighted to have an ICF representative on our show every three months or so. So tune in because we're going to have another guest in September and she's going to be a great guest to have on. Another shout out I have for you is the Accomplishment Coaching. Accomplishment Coaching is literally the Harvard, the Oxford, the elite training in coaching. We are accredited by the ICF and actually located in five cities, major cities in the United States. So we have Washington, D.C., we have Chicago, there's Seattle in San Diego. We also have New York City and Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. I always get that one wrong, too. But check it out. They have monthly programs. They have modular programs. They are always running new new programs in every city. And the best part, if you're, and I don't know who else does this, interested in checking it out, they actually have observations. They allow you just to sit in, be a fly on the wall, and watch it all go down in front of you. And you can actually just sit in and see what it is like and whether or not it resonates with you. So go check them out, and they're at accomplishmentcoaching.com, and sit in an observation. It's about 10 a.m. till 12 p.m. on a Saturday near you. Now, for the most exciting part, I'm really, really, really honored and excited. Our guest today is Corey Anker. He will be our guest co-host. And Corey is a life and leadership coach, a speaker, and the founder of the Uncovery Project. I can't wait to hear more about that. It's a movement created around the idea that authenticity equals power. Welcome, Corey Anker. 
Hey, Clarice, uh, for some reason he's not responding. Let me try something. You're going to kind of hear me talking in the background. Go ahead and introduce um, Troy, perhaps, and then pick up a little conversation with him. Okay, perfect. So while while Corey is figuring that out, hello? Well, Troy, are you there? Troy Hall is going to be one of our guests I can hear you. There's there's the connection's a little, uh, um, there's a little feedback and stuff. (laughs) Can you hear me? Yeah. We're working on tutorials. I'm sorry for the breakdown. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, like, static. On my end? Um, it's it's kind of, um, I don't know. I can hear you clearly when you talk, but when there's no, um, when it's just uh, oh. silence, it's, like, uh, static. No Hi, yeah, th- this okay. is the engineer again, and it's just uh, the phone connection. So you just kind of work through that, if you would. Okay. All right. Just to give you a little bit more about Troy, Troy is a friend and a fellow actor, also a writer and filmmaker, all-around creative guy. Corey knows Troy Hall as the voiceover and commercial circuit, so I'm really excited to know more about that. Can you share more how you know Corey and how filmmaking, writing, and voiceovers incorporate your relationship? Yes, um, I've actually known Corey now for, I want to say about 15 years, um, somewhere around there. Um, we met uh, doing, uh, you know, voiceovers and, and commercial auditions uh, throughout New York City and um, became friends pretty quickly. Um, he's, he, he's someone, when you say authenticity, he's always been, he's always been very authentic, um, Probably one of the most authentic people I know. He's always very true to um, what he believes in, and, and you know his kindness and his um, generosity and and helping people. Um, he's always been that way. Um, and this so is I've been, I've been um, I, and we're going to authentically invite Corey back into the conversation. Corey, are you there? Well, let's try this one more time. Go continue, Troy. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, so, Corey, actually, um, I was I was working on a on a script. Uh, this is going back about ten years ago, actually, and um, he was. We were doing. Uh, we had gotten it to a, a place where we were ready to, you know, share it with people and get feedback and. Corey was at that first reading, and um, his feedback was invaluable. I mean, we 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 took his notes to heart, and um, you know, he helped us uh, shape the the script to to where it eventually needed to be, and you know, then we eventually made it. Um, but he's he's been um, creatively he was he was a big part in helping us uh, get get the film the script to, to where we needed it. Guys, can you hear me? Hey. Troy? So sorry hey, for buddy. the breakdown. It's so funny, but you know what? 
you can't script these things. And it's hysterical, I think, that we're <laughs> having a conversation about authenticity and you talk about things that aren't <laughs> polished and prepared. So thank you all. I don't know why we had a technical breakdown, but here we are. And um, thanks for bearing with it. Um, I actually would like to take us back to the top because the first thing that I want to say, and thanks for uh, letting me interrupt you, Troy. You're a heck of a guy. Um, the first thing I want to say really is to just give a special thank you to Christopher McAuliffe. I mean, the coaching show has been around for 15 years, and I'm super honored to be here guest hosting. I feel like dad went away and left the keys to the Ferrari, and apparently I had some trouble getting it out of the garage, but I have it that now we're all aboard and cruising down the highway. Um, you know, Christopher is a tremendous leader and coach. He's a pioneer in the field, and it's, it is really an honor to be here. So thanks, Clarice, for kicking it off. Thanks, Wade, for being in the studio. And I am super excited to be joined by these guests. You heard a little bit from Troy about how we know each other. But the thing he didn't say, because he's super modest, is that he's been a working actor for the last 18 years. And he's also an award-winning writer, director, and producer. His latest film, which was tremendous, um, he wrote, produced, and starred in. It's called The Dissection of Thanksgiving, and it was released this past November. It's available on iTunes and Amazon and Google Play and on cable on demand. And at the moment, he's actually working on a really cool script that Sony's going to produce this fall. Um, he's getting ready to go into production on a film called Stuck that's based on the play written by his wife, Deja Driggs Hall. Um, I'll say a little bit more about our other guests, but first I do want to set the foundation for the conversation that we're going to have today which is all around authenticity, because my latest project, The Uncovery Project, um, is a movement that's being built around the idea that our most authentic selves are our most powerful selves, that in order to be truly happy, fulfilled, satisfied, connected, and heading in the direction of a life of our dreams really comes from us kind of dropping the veil and just being truly authentic, being connected to our inherent truth. So I'm super excited to have Troy here. In a few minutes, we're going to get joined also by Heather Keenly, who's an incredible coach and speaker and entrepreneur. And I'm super excited to have Mike C with us. I'm not going to say much about Mike because he's currently in recovery. He's been in recovery for three years and we're going to honor his anonymity. But I will share that he's a tremendous human being um, he's pulled himself out of, you know, uh, a hole and the throes of compulsion and addiction. He's a super father, a great husband, and just a tremendous uh, human being showing up powerfully in his personal and professional life. So um, where I'd like to start, and Troy, let's start with you. I'm just curious, like, what does authenticity mean to you? Um, means, you know, I mean, you said it, being, being true to who you are, all right? And I, I think that, um, I think there's two kinds of, of possible authentic people. One is someone who is already authentic and who's mm -hmm. striving to be better, striving to better themselves, striving to become the person that they are meant to be. And the other is people who are authentically not being authentic, who are, <laughs> who are, are going against everything, going against the grain, not listening, um, not listening to their instincts, not listening to their, you know, their higher selves, if you will. 
And that, I think that's the, the um, imbalance of the world. And I think that's ultimately what causes so much friction is people mm-hmm. that are not striving to be authentic. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how. That's I totally, how I I totally get that. And, you know, I know you to be a truly authentic person. Is that something that came, uh-huh. like, naturally to you? Is it something that you kind of had to work at? I'm just curious. I know, for, I'll just say for myself, I know that there have definitely been forces in my life that have had me want to hide, have had me want to sort of Photoshop my truth at times. And through my own recovery yeah. and my own, you know, work, um, I've, I, you know, had the courage to kind of change that up and, of course, get rewarded for it. But how did it, how did that kind of play out for you? I would, I mean, I would say the same, I would say the same thing. I mean, I've been, I've always been authentic in the way that I deal um, with other with others I've always been uh, my, my father my mother both very just good people and and always taught me to be kind always taught me and my brother to be kind and respectful and have manners and you know kind of laying the groundwork for you know a, a, a base that we could stand on and then build from there um, mm-hmm. my sense of humor I got from my dad so that was just authentically just, it was already there. So I was, throughout my life, I've always been able to use my sense of humor to connect with people, um, to get through situations that may get worse if I didn't have the sense of humor. Um, but to myself, um, you know, there, I mean, every, I think everyone has demons, and I think the journey for me to becoming more and more authentic uh, and, and true to who I am. That's that's definitely been my biggest challenge and, and struggle throughout my life. Now I'm in a place where my family, my wife and my, my two daughters, they keep me in that authentic space. Um, they keep me grounded. They keep me in touch with reality. Um mm-hmm. And that, to me, you know, I feel like my most authentic self is a family man, you know, is, is mm-hmm. someone who wants to take care of this little clan of people and make sure that I can impart any wisdom, if you want to call it wisdom, onto my kids as they grow up and hopefully they are able to be authentic much earlier, you know? That's Totally. Um, That's so, yeah. yeah. That's so great. Like, thanks for saying all that. And I definitely, I think later in the conversation, we're going to really focus on authenticity and, and parenting, um, especially when Heather joins us. I mean, all four of us are our parents, Mike, C being a new dad. And that's really um, exciting. Um, one thing I want to, and Mike, I'm going to talk to you one second. Troy, one other question that I wanted to hear from you about was, um, how does authenticity show up for you in your work? I mean, you're an artist, you're a filmmaker, you're a creative guy. You know, what's it like when you're like trying to create something? How does that play in? It's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky thing because you you want to be true to ultimately the story, 
right? So you, you as, as a writer, when you're coming up with an idea, you're creating these characters. And I would say this is true for any artistic expression, you know, from, from, from one person. You know, authenticity for me may not be the same for someone else. That's what makes it, mm-hmm. you know, in terms, of, in terms of expression, okay? That's why you have, you know, some people like a movie, some people don't. Um, so that's the part you have to almost wash away. It can't be about mm. what, you know, are people going to mm. like this? So, so totally. that's, that's the first kind of uh, starting, that's the starting point is, is, is making sure that you're authentic to the story that you want to tell, whatever that may be. Mm. Um, so as you're writing, as you're coming up with the, you know, the journey of these characters, you know, it's a long process. But ultimately, you're always checking in, like, does this make sense in this world? You know, would this character do this? Um, Would this, I mean, life can go anywhere. At any moment, it can take a turn. Scripts, you know, Hollywood, uh, formulaic scripts, you kind of have an idea of where the story is always going to go. But that's not how life is. So as long as you're staying authentic to those characters, then I think, I mean, that's, that's kind of, um, that's how we, I base my writing on, mm-hmm. you know, making sure I totally that the get characters that. would. I, you know, I, yeah. I love what you said about not having it be about whether people like it or not. And, yeah. you know, speaking for myself, I know that um, as a kid and as I grew up, a lot of what challenged my authenticity was that I found myself in positions where what people thought of me really meant a lot. I think, mm-hmm. you know, too much, too much. I mean, I think that wanting to connect, to create connection, to wanting to be accepted became yeah. so important. I mean, I would say I was desperate for it and encountered some rejection yeah. very on, early on in my life. And it hurt. It really hurt as a young kid. I found love at home. But when I went off into certain social circles, I didn't get the connection and the love and support that I desperately wanted. And it really... You know, it had me cultivate protective mechanisms to, like, you know, create the projected version of myself that I thought would be the key that would fit in other people's keyholes. I got really good mm. at it. You know, I can make fr- friends really quickly. But then if I even yeah. found the connection that I thought I wanted, it never played out. I couldn't sustain it because it wasn't really it wasn't really who, who I am. And I want to. You know, Mike, I want to get you in on this conversation because I'm curious if what I just said, you know, resonates with you and kind of, you know, we both found our way into certain spots in life and thankfully have worked our way back. But, you know, I'm really open to hear anything that you've got around what I said or or what's coming up for you based on what Joy and I have been saying. Yeah, definitely. Um, And thanks for having me, Corey. I mean, for my, uh, for myself, um, you know, I struggled through an addiction for you know, a decade and a half. Um, and when I take a, a look at that, um, a lot of it, and I think you touched on this just now, Corey, is related to self-esteem. And I think, Troy, that's part of what you were talking about, too, which is being comfortable in my own skin um, and doing what's, uh, what's best for myself and for my family, regardless of what others may think. Um, and um, I lived a lot of my life as you just pointed out, Corey, trying to project someone that I wasn't. And, and what that really ends up resulting in is an escape from reality. Um, and 
it's an impossibility to be your authentic self um, if you are living in an addiction and not in recovery um, and um, hiding, using that as a tool to hide really who you are and what you're about. And it's a, coming out of an addiction is really a journey about uh, rediscovering yourself, um, putting yourself first, and living the best life you can live. And I think someone in recovery said to me, you know, put a picture of yourself when you were 8 or 9 or 10 years old in your wallet and look at it each day and say, am I, am I living the life and the dreams of that child today? Mm. And it's a, mm. it's, a, it's a way to think about, am I doing what I would have wanted, I, you know, as a kid to do, as a, an innocent okay. person? And obviously we're all influenced. Um, I like Corey, and it sounds like you, Troy, came from a loving family. And, you know, and I'm using addiction as an example because it's very relevant to my personal story. Um, you know, why, why did that happen to me and not my brother, you know? And um, mm. I don't know. There's no answer to that. But, but the truth is today I can kind of reflect on all that and continue to move forward on the recovery path. And what that does is it builds self-esteem and, and sort of allows me to not escape through that addiction and to really be my authentic self. So I think you guys both touched on really, you know, the key themes for me. So powerful. So powerful. Um, guys, let's look at, I mean, cause it's, I, I see a thread of this sort of coming up. Let's take a, let's take a look at some of the challenges that might show up around being authentic, because I talked about how I didn't get connection, but I can also talk about like, you know, why, you know, a little more about why that happened. Troy, it might be challenges in when you're trying to create the authentic voice for your characters or really anything that you see, Mike, same thing, like. Let's just talk for a second about, like, why is it hard? Why is being authentic hard? And not just for us, but my assertion is there is a, perva- a pervasive, you know, like when you see people on the street, like, how are you? Everybody's default is, you know, I'm fine. I'm great. I'm okay. And not that we should stop yeah. and go on to a 30-minute thread of everything going on in our lives. But, you know what I mean? It's just that's where we come from. So what do you think some yeah. of those forces are that get in the way of just humanity in general of saying like, Hey, this is who I am. This is what's really happening. And any, just jump in anytime guys. Judgment. Mm-hmm. Like people, people who are authentic. Uh, when you see, when, when other people are, are insecure, fearful, um, even, you know, envious, of people being who they truly are, they they judge, they point their finger, they they talk, they gossip. You know, this mm-hmm. is something that obviously, as as kids, happens right away. Like if you're being an authentic kid, true to yourself, you're having a blast doing your thing, and then you you look over and there's these other kids and they're looking at you and they're laughing at you. Right there, that that tells you, oh, oh, well, if they're going to look at me and laugh at me and point at me and whisper to each other, oh, well, maybe maybe I shouldn't do that. So right away mm-hmm. from from being a young kid, you're already being introduced to you know being judged, being um, you know gossiped about, and it, it makes yeah, and what, that insecurity it, that insecurity starts. I totally get it, and you know what I hear in that is that 
So that goes on, but then we make that significant, right? Like we don't, like there's no yeah, rule that totally. says we have to, you know, put stock in that and make it true, but we do. I mean, I know I did. I know that that really yeah. hurt me. That really meant something, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's interesting, I, you know, and, and maybe that's something that sort of continues, right? Like we talked about sort of growing up, you know, and what happens when we start to grow up. I haven't, um, Mike, to, to the point about the picture, like somewhere along the way, we go from those young, innocent, impressionable beings and the experiences of our, you know, developmental arcs kind of whittle us into adulthood. But we still take that, my, I mean, my sense is we still take that need with us. We still want to connect. We still, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, so, I, yeah. I'll jump in there, Corey. The, go, you know, 99.99% of my life is experienced through my own eyes. And and the my perception of reality over time, if I continue to have those feelings, becomes my reality. And that's the... That's the uh, escape from, you know, your own life is that you now are living in an alternate world where your, your fears of what other people think um, may, may or may not be true, but ultimately they're made up in your head. And, what, and I believe what happens is the escape from the authentic self begins to become the norm. You know, if you drift far enough away from the beach, um, you know, eventually you lose sight of yourself and, and then the journey back, um, is really, really hard. And I would argue that the vast, vast majority of people are not their authentic self. And it is, it does take a lot of conscious exploration. Um, some folks are probably born, um, very, very authentic and really don't, don't get, uh, influenced by those outside influences but the vast majority have to work on that i mean it's a discovery process mm -hmm. yeah. that's awesome i mean this conversation is so powerful and um we're gonna have heather on to join us in about in a few moments i'm just gonna say a quick intro for her and then we are gonna go to commercial in a couple minutes i feel like we could talk about this for hours but when we come back oh here we go we're having commercial now when we come back, let's talk about parenting and authenticity, and we'll have Heather join us for that part. All right, we'll see you in about three minutes. You can't golf too much. When you're golfing for a good cause and supporting our veterans is always a good cause so tell your boss or your spouse and they're probably the same that you must go to the carlton oaks country club on thursday october 19th to support music therapy for veterans.org we also welcome your corporate sponsorship and donations learn more at music therapy for veterans.org Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. 
Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. <laughs> 